0: Hey friends, welcome to Wild Confidence Podcast where we help one another find, keep, and share our confidence in Christ. I'm your host Ainsley B. It's an honor to bring you some inspiring conversations with amazing guests. Before we hear today's conversation, I want to kindly ask if you'd leave a five-star review and share this episode with a friend who might like it. I'd also love to connect on Instagram, so find me at Ainsley B. Okay, I can't wait anymore. Let's get to know our guest. We have a very special guest on today's podcast. Who is it? (laughs) It is someone who dominates a room when they walk in, who is incredibly creative, as seen by our fall wreath, our former former Christmas wreath-turned-fall wreath. And someone I get to... Hang out with all the time, my husband Justin
1: Glenn. Listen, guys, I have appreciation for the core, and so do you. You just don't like putting in any effort (laughs) when it comes to it. You want it done, (laughs) and you just delegate down, and you just you. I
0: delegate up.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm happy to be here.
0: You do a great job. That's why. I'm calling it out because its it actually was super impressive.
1: When whenever. this comes out, there's going to be no like seasons to decorate for, so people are going to be surprised.
0: It's coming out in like next month.
1: Well, even better.
0: <laughs> okay. Justin Glenn, welcome to Wild Confidence. How's it going?
1: It's going well. It's going good. How are you doing today?
0: Good. We're recording this on a Sunday. We just watched church and... That's that. But, okay, so I seriously wanted to have you on because I know that in our late teens, early 20s, late 20s, in that kind of world, we don't always make the best financial decisions. And I was mm-hmm. thinking how helpful it would be to have someone on to help us make smarter financial decisions that we can be confident in moving forward to set us up for success in the future. So
1: you can run
0: on for that. Well I was thinking about bringing the CEO of Goldman Sachs. Mm. And then yeah. I was like, why? Why do that whenever I could have my husband yeah, who's agree. just as smart. And as wealthy. <laughs> and as wealthy. <laughs> so here you are. The reason that I'm having you on is because you are qualified in this area. Can you tell us uh, what you do in all of your num- letters that go after What your, do I do? Um, after your name?
1: Uh, so, a bit of a background. I got my Master's of Accounting and Finance. I work in M&A transactions, so, you know, helping and assisting private equity companies um, kind of realize value in transactions. So, I some people may say I'm a bean counter. I crunch numbers, <laughs> but, you know... Um, Yeah, so I mean, I'm in the broader finance spectrum. So I do my day to day is dealing with a lot of um, private equity companies who, for those who don't know what what private equity companies are, it's essentially companies that raise money and funds to invest in other companies from private sources and look to realize value and generate value and uh, create a better business. So it's kind of like flipping a house but times you know 100 so you're flipping a business and making it better so that's that's what i do
0: yeah i appreciate you giving that example because that's kind of the example that i give people whenever i don't really know how to explain (laughs) it (laughs) but you do have your cpa
1: i do yes those are some of the letters i'm a cpa and then the first level of my cfa which i didn't go all the way there but didn't need to for where i'm at so cpa and yeah
0: cfa and to me that just means you're good at numbers and i suck at numbers and that's why
1: <laughs> it means i had a little time to valuable to me yeah, i had a little time to just study and take a test that's that's what it means but
0: no but you are good at numbers and you're good at um, budgeting and being smart with money when when you when we want to be <laughs> and then splurging when we want to splurge. Yeah. And I think there's a good balance. So anyway.
1: Well, I think I've made, I'm oh, glad you had me on because you think that of me, but I continue to make mistakes and still I made a lot of mistakes when I was in my teens and 20s and I'm, I'll tell some of those stories today. Yeah. More so, so I think the listeners can have a better appreciation for you know where I'm at 15, 20 years later. And the ramifications of some of those decisions were well, right. not harmful, but um, definitely could have put us in a, in a probably incrementally better spot. So, um, it's everything so we'll dive we did- into those. Yeah, we'll dive into all those.
0: And we really want to, I'm starting with questions that um, were, when I put out the Instagram box or questions box, those are the questions we're going to address today. So we'll just hop right in. The first one is
2: mm.
0: how to make money fast. How do oh, you, man. how do you make money fast, JG?
1: So there's like a, so you just rubbed a little genie and you have a few <laughs> wishes. I wish it was that easy. Um, I think that is a question that a lot of people probably, you know, want to know and, you know, That's a relative term, too. Making a lot of money is different depending on where you are in life. You know, if you're in college, you want an extra thousand bucks. If you're in your 30s, you want an extra hundred thousand for your retirement. So, you know, it's all relative. So, the best way to answer that, and I will give a, a quick story, that the best way to answer that is there's really no easy way to make a ton of money fast. So, when I was in college, I made not an internship, I made probably a couple of months I had you know, I was a junior, I had five, six thousand dollars in the bank. So I had a friend who had a business venture and he said, All right, listen, give me three or four thousand of that. You know, this is going well. I've made some money and I I'd seen that he made some money. What I'm doing is going well, you know, you give me three or four thousand, I'll be able to give you back, you know, that money plus an extra three thousand in three or four weeks. So, you know sounds great. I'm thinking, okay, I've, I've done this. I, here's an extra $3,000 that I'm about to make in a couple of weeks for really doing hardly anything. That's how I can make some money fast. Well, long story short, um, I oh didn't, you know, well, I got greedy and I thought that it was when it's too good to be true. Sometimes it is. And he lost his money and I lost my money. And so then I'm, I'm like, I just worked the whole summer for all this money from an internship doing very well. And I lost it all. Yeah. So, um, you know, let's just say I was 21 then, you know, if I would have put that money in Apple stock and just done or put it in S and P 500, put it in some stock, you know, where would that three, four 5,000 be? It'd probably be, you know, I'd have 20 or $25,000 extra in the bank right now, just off that money. Had I not, just tried to get greedy and make money fast. So, you know, I'd say the best way to make money fast is it depends what type of job and where you're at. You know, if you have a nine to five or an hourly job, you know, work extra hours where hopefully you're getting overtime. Don't blow money on, on stupid stuff. Um, try to find a side hustle i mean everyone's saying you know it's this hustle culture but there's a lot of ways you're in a a, a, there's so many different ways to make money these days and it's just finding those creative ways and and trying to open your eyes to what's what's out there so for me i'm sure that people have made a lot of money fast like look at what's going on with this crypto stuff right now Right. you know i've we have made some money on it, but there's also very volatile risk, and people have lost a lot of money. Yeah. So there's still a chance we could lose some of our money. So there's ways you can make money fast, but with that comes a lot of risk. So that's why you don't see a lot of the wealthiest people who have made their, you know, their millions by just trying to make their money in a in a week. It's a, it's a journey. You know, it's a long marathon to wealth creation.
0: Yeah. So let's say someone's in their mid-20s, early 30s-ish. How much should they have saved up by then?
1: It's mm. another good question. Um, with all this, just for all the listeners, I mean, it's all relative. Everyone has different places they are in life. You could be, let's just say you're 25 and you were just out of college with a... Um, communications degree and you've had four years of work experience or you're 25 and you are in medical school and you have four more years left of school you're not going to have a ton of money so it's all relative the way I like to think about it is and I didn't do this as much when I was younger um, wherever you're at whatever job you're at pay yourself first as aggressively as you can
0: what does that mean
1: so Let's say your paycheck is $2,000 a month. Let's just say you're getting $2,000 after taxes, okay? Mm -hmm. Ignoring 401k and stuff, which we'll get into in a little bit. But you're getting $2,000 in your pocket, okay? Well, what what can you do with that $2,000? How can you live as below your means without without, um, going crazy that you can save some of that money in retirement in in ways that you can invest that money. Whenever you get a dollar, you've worked for that dollar. So how can you use that dollar to create more wealth? Well, investing it and I, I this we could talk long about investing in wealth creation. This is more just about general financial questions. Yeah. But you know, I think a good proxy and what I have what I was kind of targeting from what I read when I was around my 30s is, you know, whatever your salary is at 30, that should be kind of what you've had saved. But say your starting salary was oh, $30,000 at 23, and now you're making, you know, $100,000. Well, you may have not saved as much because you just got a big pay bump in your 30s, so you haven't saved as much. So that's why I think is... Saving as aggressively as you can, as early as you can, helps you in the long term. It's just compound interest. The quicker you can accumulate capital, which is just money, the better you're going to be um, to be able to find opportunities to create wealth. So there's no. That's a great question. There's no tried and true answer of like set number. There's no set number because everyone, every everybody's circumstance is different. So it's it's hard to fully. Rely on I should have fifty thousand or a hundred thousand saved. It's you know it's all relative,
0: I think when I was twenty three right before I moved to New York, I want to say I had like ten thousand in savings that I didn't touch, and then moving to New York <laughs> changed that very quickly <laughs> and Life so. Happened. Yeah, life happened. And then I quit my job, so I had to kind of rely on that. But it was a nice cushion to have for a little bit. Um,
1: And so what what I would suggest is for younger people is you have a short-term savings like that that's an emergency fund. But you need to also have a fund that you can't touch. Mm -hmm. So I think you would say, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but to your detriment, you used all that money.
0: Yeah, had, yeah,
1: You had to, had to but, but if that would have been... But yeah, a,
0: I wish it would have been in a
1: If it would have been in different a, place. a vehicle, like a retirement fund. So if you have a job and they're offering a 401k. Everyone has different philosophies on this, and it's really what you do with your money. But I am under the belief put as much money as you can away there early on to accumulate capital. Some people will say put as much money up to the employer match. Some people will say... You know, you don't get to pick your investments as much in those. That's so we can have another detailed finance discussion if you want. But if your if your sole focus is hey, I want to save money and grow my wealth, put it in a place that you can't like you can't touch that without being taxed on it. Yeah, so like say you basic
2: would have yeah,
1: you gotta you'll, you'll have to pay taxes on you know penalty withdrawal. So it puts you in a spot where you have to be creative to. Say, okay, I just, I can't get this money out. I yeah. got to figure out another way. Yeah. And then when you get through it, that money is still intact. Yeah. So, um, but that's, I mean, that could be a lesson. I know we've talked about it. That could be a lesson that you've learned. And Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so.
0: Definitely. So <clears throat> let's say that you're doing the best you can, saving, putting, paying yourself first. And then you have an opportunity to go on vacation and mm. hang out with your friends or significant other or whatever. How can you, in good conscience, splurge without, like, feeling guilty and yeah. being like, I should I should be doing X. I should be doing, you know, I could be saving the money from the flights on and putting that into this or whatever. How can you do Everyone that? Everyone has
1: different viewpoints. And I would say the younger you are, so, like, let's just... Here's my viewpoint, and it's not really for all you Dave Ramsey ends <laughs> out there. It's not really that which I don't believe. I don't believe all debt is bad, but I and I think that um, I think I am more of a income appreciation. So find a way to create more money for yourself, then. Let's just not spend any money and I'm going to save on this Netflix bill and we're going to be fine because I'm cutting out Netflix and I'm cutting out Starbucks. So, Which is
0: more my mentality that I have to work on
1: because I'm like, you know, oh,
0: we need to save money? Okay, I'm canceling Disney I, I Plus think it's, and whatever. I do
1: think that's good. I, I think there is times and places for that, but then there's only so much you can cut.
0: Right, exactly. That's what... And it's yeah. like,
1: well, you know... You know then, then you, you have to survive the ex the whatever car you have is costing us more than a $5 Starbucks mm-hmm. drink, right? So mm-hmm. what can you do? And I, and I think the ultimate reason why I don't like that adage, I do think there's value in it, but I what I don't like is it shuts your brain off. Yeah. From yeah. saying I can't have this. I can't have this because it's I need to hoard what I have to save this money. Yeah. versus how can I figure out a way to afford this? Mm -hmm. How can I figure out a way to make, you know, enough to get this? Mm -hmm. It it just puts your brain in a different reference of thinking strategically of ways to create wealth, whether that's through, you know, real estate or through stocks or other types of investment vehicles or crypto or, you know, non-fungible tokens, which are called NFTs, which are big right now, So different things that can create wealth, which is essentially assets that will cash flow and give you money, I think opens up your mind to figuring out ways where you can do different things. So, but if you don't have all those things, but then you're probably listening like, well, I don't have all those things in place yet. I still want to go on a nice vacation. I still want to do this. So like... Save a little bit each paycheck. Say pay yourself first. Mm-hmm. So you get a thousand dollars. Let's just say a thousand dollars a week. Okay, pay yourself as much as you can. At least ten percent take away. That's going into a long term savings that you're not touching. Pay as much as you pay yourself as much as you can. If you can do forty percent, do that. And you're not touching that, and you're living off six hundred. Um, and then maybe with that some of that money, you have a separate side bucket, which is what Dave Ramsey recommends of just cash that you're saving for a trip you may not have so you have a two thousand dollar <laughs> trip you may not have all two thousand saved but you at least have some money saved that can go towards that trip where it's not hurting the bank as much yeah so be planning for it and be diligent about like for your like we have a like your push present which oh yeah is like i we could probably afford the the outflow if i was to pay for something for you um but I'm setting aside like just like 30 or 40 bucks every two weeks.
0: So it doesn't, yeah. So, so it so doesn't if, feel, so you don't take the hit, quote so you don't unquote. Take the hit.
1: Yeah. So you don't feel like, oh man, crap, now I've, I gotta spend X amount.
0: You, People are gonna think my push present is like $10,000. It's
1: like, we're, you're gonna Starbucks gift, right? <laughs> it's just a big old Starbucks The Push bread. present is
0: just the uh, gas to get to the hospital. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but and, that's
1: just an example where, Everyone has different philosophies. I I think you should enjoy your life. I think you should enjoy. Everyone should enjoy some level of luxury. But you don't always need it all. Especially when you're younger. One of the things that I think. People. No one cares what kind of car you drive. No one cares what you're wearing. As much as you think they do. Mm -hmm. So that. And I'm just as guilty of of this. So, like, asked, you don't
0: need the Golden Goose shoes. Honestly, you don't. You don't honestly, need the Gucci loafers. You don't.
1: <laughs> that, that I bought. Yeah. So, but <laughs>
0: to work from home. In.
1: To work from home in now. Um, but so, all that to say, people, I still make mistakes. I know the right thing to do, <laughs> and you can still have a bad relationship with money that is constantly working. But getting back on your question, save up some money slowly but surely and take those trips you want and it doesn't need to be the the 20,000 trip to the Maldives that you see on everyone taking on Instagram exactly it can be a a, you know whatever trip take whatever you can afford and still enjoy it
0: and I think um you know following people who can teach you how to do the like points hacks is always helpful like the flight points and I mean, we have those at the wazoo and that's pretty much what we travel on almost exclusively
2: mm-hmm.
0: is points. And like, so even whenever I'm like, oh, I really need to be budgeting and we go on a trip, you know, that can look confusing, but I'm like, no, I'm budgeting actual money. And what we travel on is almost exclusively points. But also I think the idea of um, enjoying splurging on vacations without guilt is like, yeah, like stay disciplined in your uh, routine life, but also you have to be able to enjoy life and treat yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I don't know, it kind of reminds me of like, how to sustain, sustain a healthy weight is like, you're pretty disciplined in your everyday, but then you don't starve yourself or, um, you know, whenever you go on a nice, to a nice dinner mm-hmm. or a trip or whatever, like you still need to enjoy it. And that's how you'll maintain Yeah. Versus, and I like mean, the, I ice, trick, the ice cream
1: is good, enjoy it, but you don't need to have a bowl of ice cream every single night.
0: Mm-hmm, mm. Are you preaching to yourself?
1: I know this. <laughs> are you, as,
0: are you telling everybody else that you're telling it lately, yourself. this is
1: not a paid promotion, but if we can get a paid promotion to Trader Joe's, their new cookie ice cream,
0: the cookie butter, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: so mm-hmm. good. good,
0: y'all. I think I have cracked the code on being productive without being stressed. I mean, truly it feels miraculous (laughs) and I wanna help you do the same. So I created a field guide called how to be productive or how to stay productive and I wanna give it to you. It's all of my strategies, everything that I use to really stay on top of my to-do list, get everything done and stay stress free. If you're interested, head to com and click on Field Guides. I hope you love it, and I hope you're staying productive, especially to the end of the year where there's still time to get all of your dreams done, all of your goals done. This is it. I believe in you, and I hope you love the course. <laughs> okay, so just a few things, which we, you've already kind of talked about, but what are some things you wish you knew about money in your early 20s?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I think I kind of touched on a few. Yeah, paying yourself early. I did not. I had a friend when I was in my teens. He had a lawn mowing business, and I mean, he probably made five to ten thousand dollars a summer. When and when you're in your teens, that's like a lot. so much money. Mm-hmm. And over three or four summers, you know, he probably had. He was going into college with probably thirty or forty thousand in the bank. Holy cow! But going into college at that age, when you're 17 or 18, because like I said, compound interest—that money is able to grow and grow and grow over the years with at a higher amount because he saved up so much on the front end. I mean, he's he's probably got a lot of uh, a lot more wealth now that he created from the good choices he made when he was 16. Right. But what now, looking back, what I did, I made still good money in the summer from mowing lawns and doing some stuff like that and working other jobs
0: spent it on shoes
1: spent it on basketball shoes and the lift and subs on my car and stuff like that (laughs) and so all this money there's no return on that money and I don't think I appreciated the time and effort I put in nor did I have enough for foresight to really say you know to see what that money could be like Do I want to look cool now and have a lift on my car and some subs and some cool shoes when I'm 16 or 17 or that thousand dollars? Could I invest in a business via a stock like Apple or something like that or a broader, you know, something called the S and P 500, which is a little bit lower risk, um, something like that and just kept the money there and not touched it. It's like, Hey, that money, when that money goes into that account, like now, when I look at my bank and I see a couple thousand bucks in there, it's because whatever other money I have is going down to, to either one, pay off certain debts, or to um, or to grow my asset side. Like if it goes in my in an, in an investment account, right? In my eyes now, that money's gone. It's not coming out, right? Unless something crazy happens and we make a ton and I can pull some out, but I'm not going to pull money out to go do something else. Yeah. Um, So, I guess what, anything you wish you knew about money in your 20s?
0: I mean, I friggin' wish I knew, I feel like I knew nothing.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, I feel like it was just kind of either earned or given to me, you know, through either graduation or something like that. Thinking, I, I, did, I guess I didn't know that there was even a possibility to grow it. Mm-hmm. And I wish I would have known that. And like, um, and shoot, I wish they would have taught me that in high school. Honestly, I feel like they should teach sometimes you more.
1: They, yeah, I I agree. And sometimes they do, but you then you're not interested in it. You just don't. <laughs> you don't. You're. You don't understand. And I think the people that can understand and get to click early, it's better for them.
0: Yeah. Um, I do think that some of the mis- money mistakes I made. In my early years, which I'm about to ask you about those two, which um, I know we've alluded to, but the biggest mistake that I made was whole like putting it in a savings account and not mm-hmm. touching it ver- like where I could have just let it grow somewhere else. Yeah. I mean it just sat there and like the interest is what? <laughs> a penny a month.
1: Well it's a deflationary <laughs> asset in the banks. So for people that don't know when you when you give your money to the banks I'll try to keep this you know less than a minute when you give your money to the banks they're saying okay we will pay you 0.5% for that money so you put 10,000 in it's less than that but we'll pay you you know 50 bucks a year for that
2: 10,000
1: right okay <clears throat> they're going to use that 10,000 and loan it to people whether it's for a mortgage or for whatever and charge them a higher interest rate. So Mm -hmm. they're basically using your money to make money. So your money is making very, very little in when it's in the bank account because they're leveraging that money to make more money themselves by charging higher interest rates. So don't, I think you do need to have some money saved. You need to have some money set aside and quick cash in case something happens. Emergency fund. Have an emergency fund. I think that is good to start when you're young. Start that, save up some money. But don't have all your net worth or all your money tied up in just a, a savings account because it's going to go down about you.
0: That's what I and and have. And,
1: and you'll probably spend it quicker if something bad happens than having it in a place that's harder to get out.
0: Yeah, whenever you quit your job in New York City and then you need to pay rent and rent is mm-hmm. a lot of money. <laughs> and then you need groceries. Yes. So, and you need Starbucks. Yeah, you definitely do need that. What are some of the dumbest money mistakes you made in your early?
1: Years? Oh man, I'll, I'll say this too. It is important to make those dumb money mistakes. You, when you're young, because that's how you learn. Hopefully, that's how you learn. You can realize. I, I wish I didn't make those mistakes. I don't regret it though. Yeah. Because now I, I am able to see how dumb they were.
2: Right.
1: You know, and you're for able example, to spending those- all that money on the car. Um, all of the money on basketball shoes, all the money on um, you know, trying to get a quick flip for the business, just whatever, versus really, truly trying to have... A-
0: Create wealth.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know the actual Bible verse, but it's like to whom...
0: Okay, in Luke 16.10, it Perfect. says... Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much.
1: Yes, so that can probably apply to a lot of different things. Yeah. Whether it's your your skills, your talents, um, <clears throat> but for money. So, if, and I think truly, if you can start to be trusted in that's tithing and that's other aspects of your money. Um, but if you can be trusted with little amount of money, you, you can hopefully be trusted with much. So yeah. prepare your budget when you're making your first job and you're making 30,000 a year, don't go buy a $60,000 car, you know, to keep up with the Joneses, have a budget, have a plan. And hopefully that plan will carry you forward when you're 10 years down in your career.
0: Yeah. So what is something you know about money, but still have to work at today? Like even you have a lot of head knowledge in Mm -hmm. it. So what do you still practice daily?
1: Um, Great question.
0: Or want to practice daily.
1: (laughs) I think, so to the point I made about maximizing your income, I think that goes with investing in yourself and learning. So one thing that I want to do continually, continuously is work to learn, but not to earn. So yes, I'm getting a paycheck, but I'm wanting to learn something at each job because over time, Mm -hmm. me learning will allow me to... um, have more you know financial fruit so sometimes it's easy to say you know i just want the money so what is something what the question is what is something you know about money but still have to work out to apply daily it's making sure i'm learning something and not just doing my job to just earn yeah yeah um and i think go ahead another is just being diligent about you know it's easy when you start to make more money to let the income creep up and you start to spend more and um it doesn't matter where you're at in life. I think you think you deserve things. So delayed gratification hmm. is probably the best advice I can give to anyone. Don't You don't need that purchase right away. Take a step back. Think about it.
0: And live below your means.
1: Live below your means. Try to. Yeah.
0: Drive till the car wheels fall off. Mm-hmm. Almost. <laughs> if you can. <laughs> Drive until it's... <laughs> Keep it safe though. <laughs> Stay safe out there. Okay. Um, last financial question. And we just have a couple of two like little mm-hmm. fun, silly questions, but there was someone who is also currently, I guess they're pregnant and they're per- trying to prepare financially
2: mm-hmm.
0: for when their baby arrives. So do you have any advice for preparing finances for when their baby arrives?
1: Sell your kidney. Um, no, I, some of it's boring. And it's stuff I'm looking into right now is making sure. I don't know whoever asked this, their their scenario, but you know if it's a married couple, making sure you have some type of, whether it's whole life or term life, I'd probably say term life, but some other people may say whole life, but a certain type of life insurance policy in case something goes bad.
2: Yeah,
1: um, It's boring and it costs money, but you want to protect your downside risk.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, same thing I said when I lost all that money. When I lost all that money from investing in my friend's business, I didn't think about the downside risk. Mm-hmm. Um, so, having some type of insurance to cover you if something bad happens. Um, making sure you have good health insurance. So that's what not, I was
0: going to say. Yeah,
1: because you don't you don't want to be stuck with a twenty thousand dollar bill. A thirty thousand dollar bill for something when you could have had better insurance, which does cost more money, but you know it, it keeps you in a better financial position. So if something bad does happen, if one of us gets sick, you know, knock on wood, we at least have okay insurance where we're not going to be have a hundred thousand dollar bill that hits us.
0: Yeah, I think that was the one thing that I was going to say is that higher insurance monthly payment is worth it in the long run. And I say that not knowing what the monthly cost is, but I do know that every time I go to check out have my doctor's appointments, they're like, wow, you have such great insurance. Like, this is amazing. And then when they started breaking down the price for us, uh, like in the beginning, they kind of broke down some of the financials. And they were like, because your insurance is so good, something that would cost 10 grand is only going to cost two grand. Mm-hmm.
1: So, now I pay for that though with a higher monthly, payment. right? But I also know that I'm.
0: But long term, it spreads itself out versus yeah. a lump sum yeah. that is being charged interest on, mm-hmm. and just continues to grow and grow and grow. Yeah. Um, also, obviously, creating a budget. We haven't done that yet, but we keep meaning to. It's on our to do <laughs> list. <laughs> um, I feel like that's advice for preparing finances. And, um, having like, I mean, even the little stuff like meal trains and those showers that guys have with that are just diapers mm-hmm. or like people just bring diapers that honestly will save shoot. Somebody gifts you two thing of diapers, two boxes of diapers at 60 bucks. For sure. Like,
1: yeah. Have, and, have good friends.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Ask people to buy things. <laughs> But, um, okay, so is there any other thoughts on that? Or?
1: No, I mean, I think, I think we're in um, the thick of that right now. I think we're still learning. Mm-hmm. I think we've tried to prepare as much as possible, but it'll be a wealth of knowledge of the actual true costs of a baby this, uh, this next year for us.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, one thing that I'm doing personally is trying to put passive income uh, outlets in place. For my business, because mm-hmm. I know I'll be on maternity leave, so I won't be doing online mentoring or podcasting and having, you know, advertisements or whatever. So some passive income things is what I'm trying to do mm-hmm. personally. But
1: And I think for people who, so back to that first question,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, how to make money fast, it has not been... Making money fast always looks like it's fast, I think, for some people when they put in a lot of work. So it's like, oh, man, this person's an overnight success. But, you know, if you can create different streams of income for yourself in general, it it's you never want to be tied to just one job. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: I think Johnny.
1: Yeah, and it's easy to say that knowing, like, I don't have seven streams of income like some people do. That's what I was
0: gonna say. John and I wish I. Yeah, okay.
1: and I wish I had more. And I'm still in the process of creating more. But, you know, then it's just going out and doing it, and that's why there's no fast way sometimes.
0: Right. I mean, I have seven streams of income, but not all of them are. Yeah, but working you, but for have, my favor yeah, right now. I mean, you got things in place, so.
1: <laughs> and, I think the biggest overarching comment, because I know the majority of people that are probably listening to this are younger people. I've said more like risk averse things and you know, don't don't spend money on this, do this, save your money. I do think it is good to take chances and calculated chances with your money to, you know, figure out a way to grow that money. Yeah. So, like I said, I, I don't regret I do not regret to the chances I've made that I've lost. I wish I had better you know, planning and for you know foresight. Yeah, like or, or these are some risks versus me just kind of getting caught up in greed. Yeah. Um, but you got to take chances, or you will never honestly be in a position. You have to take chances on yourself, and bet on yourself, invest in yourself, and also be conservative and save money. So it's kind of a double-edged sword.
0: Perfect. I love it. Two closing questions quickly. Mhm. First one, how many children do you want?
1: Ooh. It's tough to answer, <laughs> answer with my life that carefully. Right here. I want eight.
0: Oh, well. Back that's, to back to back. We're looking into adoption then.
1: <laughs> I don't know, two or three. Three maybe. Three's good.
0: If you're going to have three, I heard it's easier to have. Oh boy. Like, okay, let's well, come out to you. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um and David asks, "Do mm. you miss the ZR2?" Ooh.
1: My first car that I threw so much money into that I don't have money today. So no, I I miss. Yes, I miss the memories. Great car. I do not miss the uh, the breakdowns and the money I put into it. So, but no. But we
0: miss you and Elaine.
1: Yeah. Maybe I'll buy a ZR2 and we can just do a road trip together.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. <clears throat> All right. Well, thanks for coming on. And yeah educating us
1: thank you thank you for having me and thanks uh, to all the listeners
0: you're so professional hmm. <laughs> hey thanks so much for hanging out today i pray that you're able to see yourself how the lord sees you so you can hold your head a little higher and shine your confidence a little brighter i would so appreciate if you would leave a review subscribe and share this with a friend and of course i want to stay connected with you find me on instagram at ainsley b And my website is AinsleyBritain.com. See y'all later.